You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Welcome to the recap of Season 7, Episode 6 of The Game. He's a no-good, lying, cheating, honky-tonk man. And guess what? My name is Megan Thomas, and we have a special guest today. Hi, I'm Kenny Smith, executive producer of The Game. I know, he said it so smoothly. Like, you see Kenny that? Kenny Smith, executive producer of The Game. <laughs> this is James Earl Jones' voice right, right there. I right, like that. Golden yeah. voice. Yeah. Who are you guys? Hello, everyone. I am Ashley Gray. Be sure to tweet me during the show if you have any questions. At Hey Ashley Gray, you can always find me on Instagram at Nina Marie Gray. I'm Brandon London, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at The Cultured Athlete, or you can find me on. She loves the way I say the cultured athletes. She always making fun of me, but you can find the website BrandonLondonTV.com. Make sure you tweet us during the show. Make scoop. We ready? Yes. And so you guys love our recap show, and we love the game. And so we had to have Kenny Smith on to talk to us about the show because Kenny has been the executive producer, the writer, director, showrunner, the man Mm. for the show. If it wasn't for this dude, you wouldn't see half the stuff you see, and you wouldn't be able to watch this wonderful show. So we have some questions for you. Oh, Kenny. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Where's Melanie Derwin? Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Where is Melanie and Derwin? Are they coming back? Melanie and Derwin, um, they will. They're not coming back this season. Okay. But they they have an open door. All okay. the characters on our show have an open door. Yeah. Uh, people thought Kelly was gone for good. She came back. Um, at any point, we could bring Melanie and Derwin back. Pooch and Tia, we still have a great relationship with them, and they love the show, and they're part of the family, okay. and so. Never know when they're going to come back. Okay. What about Robin Givens? She gets to come back because I loved her. Everybody gets to come back. Okay. I mean, it's that's the kind of show that we've had from the beginning. We didn't have a lot of money to lock up actors mm-hmm. like Lost for two or three seasons. So mm-hmm. we were able to call out to people, ask them to come back. And people love their experience on the show. They love the popularity that they get from being on the show. And, and so they would come back, and it made our world feel big. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if season one, season two, Irv, all the people that we were able to come back week after week, you know, they all still want to come back and be a part of the show. So I want to talk to you about money, because I know you did mention that you guys don't have a lot of money. It was rumored that Melanie and Derwin actually didn't want to be a part of the game anymore because they were not getting enough money. Is that true? That is not true. Mm-hmm. That is not true, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Are you allowed to say why? So why exactly did Melanie and Derwin decide to leave the game, or were they fired? No, they were not fired. Uh, Pooch ended up getting on a show, Ray Donovan, which is a great show on Showtime. Mm -hmm. Um, And Tia had a lot of other things. Mm -hmm. I mean, right now she has Instant Mom. She's developing other shows. She has a reality show. But, you know, she. I've talked to Tia, and I talk to Pooch every other month. Yeah, They are still friends of the show. They're part of the family. And so 
No one was fired. Do you feel pressure to bring them back? No. No, we, we'll bring them back when we have a great story for them, when mm -hmm. the, their time permits, those kind of things. But I know a lot of people feel like we should have them back because everybody <laughs> wants them back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're, they're actors, and they're also people who want other things in their career as That's well. That's true. Um, and we can't write the show 100% for the fans. Mm -hmm. And I say, and I, you know, I always have this conversation with people, that if we let the fans run the show... Derwin would never have cheated on Melanie in season one. <laughs> right. yeah. the, there's a lot of hard decisions that we have to make to yeah. keep the show interesting, to keep where the character's going uh, special. And so we have to make those decisions. And I think the fans would never have said, let's do that. Mm -hmm. right. So we can't... Eh. People hated Kelly in the beginning. That's yeah. one, one thing we laugh about all the time. It mm -hmm. was, why is this white woman yeah. with this black <laughs> right. man? And then when they broke up and Jason was trying to win her back and she said, no, I'm not going to do this anymore. They were like, girl, take him back. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she left the show, it was, you know, bring Kelly back, bring Kelly back. And then, oh, Chardonnay, who is she? How, you know, Brandy's coming on the show. And then it became, we love Brandy on the show. Yeah. And now Kelly's back. Now it's, wait a minute. Don't break up their marriage, <laughs> Kelly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's always a push and pull on different things. So we love the fans and mm -hmm. we try to give them the best show, but we can't just say, okay, the fans want Melanie Dora, but we have to bring them back. Right. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll find a time when everything works out on both sides. So when Kelly left, mm -hmm. did you guys, how much pressure did you guys feel from the fans um, to bring in a black woman to be Jason's partner? No, that came from the idea that initially it started, what can we do with Jason's character now? Um, let's put him with Tasha mm -hmm. because of oh. his character. Oh, you know, wow. to see him Ooh, with that, was that a, kind wow. of woman. But then it was like, oh, that's so incestuous. Eh? <laughs> yeah. So then <laughs> right. we said, well, let's find someone who's kind of like Tasha. Mm -hmm. And so we, we found uh, this character, Chardonnay, and it was supposed to be, you know, recurring for a while just mm -hmm. to give Jason a different attitude to, to let his character be with someone that... He, people assume he would never be with. Right. Yeah. Right. And see how that changes him. And then we just love Brandy. We love what she was doing with the character. We were able to get her for another season and mm -hmm. we made her a series regular. So then it became <clears throat> we have to make sure that there's uh, a difference between Tasha and Chardonnay. And we you know, it was a little hard fifth season and sixth <laughs> season we started finding more and more things to make her special. Yeah. And then seventh season, I think as you guys are seeing, they're very different. Yeah. Right. Um, I know our guys don't seem to think yeah, so. Yeah, the no, guys they're, they're not. the same. I, I think they're the same. I think Tasha, one, Chardonnay went to college. Tasha didn't. Right. Chardonnay grew up with both her, her mother and father, so she doesn't have the same daddy issues. Chardonnay is a good person. She doesn't right. have any kids. Like, we, we've started digging more and more into that, that sh her outlook on things have, are very different from Tasha's. Right. And we also, when we talked about the Chardonnay character, it was about finding... There's a, I think it's a little bit kind of hip hop ish. The way if you went to college campuses now and you saw people because of hip hop, there's a, a swagger and a coolness to kids in college mm -hmm. now. The same right. swagger and coolness you find with people who grow up in the ghetto. Yeah. And so yeah. it was, let's show that character, the person that you wouldn't assume went to college, that you can go to any college and see and be like, oh, they, they're in the hip hop. They're fun. They're, they're, yeah. It's not nerds walking across campus anymore. <laughs> so that's where Chardonnay is different from Tasha. She is another type of woman that is current. And that was the same thing with Blue. We were looking for that 
new guy, the guy who goes to college, who reads, but it's still cool. He's still a cool guy. But and, and I'm glad you said something about Blue going <laughs> mm-hmm, to college because mm-hmm. the guy went to Stanford. Yes. But you guys have him out there fighting a police officer. Yes, I remember that comment that you made the other day. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I felt because I felt that you guys were, were trying to do what uh, America was trying to do with Richard Sherman after he made that rant on after making no. that big play in the game and everybody saying, oh, this thug, this thug. That thug went to Stanford, you know? No. So I'm thinking, like, how does Blue go from Stanford with having his, his dad present in his life, his entire life, to fighting a, a cop, first-round pick fighting a cop? Well, that goes for who his character is. And Blue, and we addressed it in the premiere season six as well, he has a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He's the guy who, because he went to Stanford, because he had his dad, people always want to test him. Mm-hmm. And Blue's mm-hmm. t- Blue has a short temper. He will all, let his ego always jump out and knee-jerk reaction is to fight somebody. Yeah. Let me show yeah. you how tough okay. I am. Okay. And so he did the same thing with Derwin. He did the same thing with the okay. officer. Um, and I know once you said that, I thought, I thought about it a little. And I was like, ah, well, you know, are we setting him <laughs> down that path? But I think that's he's true to himself. Mm. With all those things, he can lose it at any second because he has a chip on his shoulder. Mm. You know, maybe we'll deal with the chip a little bit later. Yeah. And we're seeing some of the – and he – we're seeing some of the side effects, the fact that he had to now apologize yeah. and be that guy yeah. that he said he never wanted to be and do community service. And so we'll see in season eight where that okay. goes. I have a question, too, about Tasha. Last yes. episode, we were wondering how her stomach went from flat to this bump in a month's time. How, what happened with that? Okay. We started the season. She was three months pregnant. <laughs> Okay. Um, and then we took a time jump after Jason crashed his car. <laughs> <laughs> and part of that is, <laughs> I know a lot of, I've read the tweets. A lot of people jumped on us about that. But a lot of it comes from the fact that we only have 10 episodes a season. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we needed to accelerate. Okay. And we based the season around her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And so there was going to be a leap. And yes, the baby bump was still a little big <laughs> for, <laughs> for five months. months. Yeah. For five yeah. months. Yeah. But, um, well, hey, that's when we got to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Happens sometimes. That's Hollywood or Atlanta. 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 No, or we, San Diego. We write in L.A. and we shoot in Atlanta. Okay, so yeah. I have a question about the process. So when you guys are coming up with ideas, what is it like? Are you sitting there like, okay, we're going to write on a board. Who has ideas for how this show should go? Yeah, when we come in for the start of season, we talk about the arcs. We go through each character, what's going to happen this season with them. And also how many episodes we have because our cast is bigger and bigger. Mm -hmm. Right now we have eight characters when we include Kelly and TT. So, and we only have 10 episodes and we have 20 minutes. I know people complain about the commercials. Mm -hmm. We have 20 (laughs) minutes and 30 seconds to tell the stories. Right. So, uh, we discuss which stories we can actually pull off in that time. Okay. And then we just go down the list and we say, where did we leave last year? What do we want to see with the characters this year? See their growth, see their journey. Uh, where do we want to land with them? And then we just start going through and going through and getting more details and details and arguing and discussing and debating. <laughs> and um, uh, and I, I noticed that I was out there talking to you earlier and I was uh, asking, did you guys have someone like a pro athlete or a former pro athlete to authenticate some of these stories? And you were saying how, you know, you, you never, you don't know much about football. So yeah, I'm not there, a football guy. Are there other writers who, who know the game yeah, and yeah, know have, the life? We have a couple guys who know football and, um, they're able to add pepper in some stuff. Mm-hmm. But whenever we go too deep into football, we always have people pull us back and mm-hmm. say, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, because 
that's not going to be interesting to the people who don't know football. True. Mm-hmm. What's interesting True. to people is the relationships yeah. and how these yeah. people deal with yeah. things. Um, so we try to pepper some things and just to make it feel real. You know, the, when we came to Atlanta to shoot, we were able to, you know, get the Georgia Dome to shoot some of the scenes and actually for the first time yeah. really show football. Yeah. Like we had some early like practice field stuff because yeah. that's all we could get here in L.A. But um, we try to make it as much football as we can. This season is the off season for the for the guys, yeah. so you won't see any football this year. Yeah. So speaking of the writers, I'm sorry. Right. Speaking of the writers, how many female perspectives do you have on the team? On the writing team? Yeah. Uh, we have three women on the team. Okay. And how many men? <laughs> I know. Okay. We, I'm like, huh? we, have, we have four men. Oh, okay. Out of the women, are any white women? Because Kelly Pitts is a, is a white girl character. Here we go. I was just wanting to know because... <laughs> I mean, okay, so you can't write. If you were one of the writers for the team, you wouldn't be able to write for Kelly Pitts. You wouldn't, you know? No, yeah, you no, can. Yeah, no. I think you oh, can. Yes, yeah. a good writer can write for anyone. I, I write for Kelly Pitts. See? Oh, Look, we, 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 write for, we write for all the characters. Oh, uh, we don't have a white woman on staff this year. We've had white women on staff previous seasons. Um, it's not, we usually have a pretty diverse staff. You know, we have a Latino guy mm-hmm. on our on our staff this season for the last three seasons. Um and we we mix it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've never had we've, we've had gay men on the show. It's never been about, and that's from my career in Hollywood that mm-hmm. most of the black shows have more diversity than mm-hmm. um, than you would think. Yeah, and um, you know, but I write for all the characters. I give Kelly jokes and lines. Okay, okay. and they're people. Right. They're people. Right. They're people. Do you? Where do you get your ideas from? Do you just sit around in a park and go, "Hmm, let me write about this today in this episode"? Um, ideas. Some of the ideas come from our real lives. You know, just things that happen uh, that we work into the show. Sometimes it's a little nugget. Oh, we should put that somewhere in a scene or say this comment in a scene. Sometimes it's moments that we're like, oh, we're going to make this whole scene about this. Uh, Tasha having to call last season, call um, when Pookie caught her and was like, Uh, call him right now on speakerphone. That happened to someone. And so we were like, we got to put that into an episode. (laughs) That's funny. And so... um, Uh, ideas will pop up from anywhere. Just, you know, conversations I have with people, things I see on other shows, like, oh, that's interesting. What would our take on that be? But most of it is real life arguments and fights and past. Well, if you ever need a couple more stories, you know, my my heyday back when I was a football player, I we went go. through a I couple can. things. Uh, you now, know, if, you, so if can... you didn't know, this is the cultured athlete. The <laughs> cultured athlete. See the smile? I I really find you extremely inspiring. What started this writing career? Um, You know what? I was always a fan. Well, I grew up watching a lot of TV. Okay. Everything, even things that were inappropriate for a young child. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch uh, soap operas, you know, Knots Landing, Mm -hmm. things like that. I'm a little older than you guys. So um, a lot of shows uh, and Huge fan. And then when I went to college, I went to Hampton University as Mm -hmm. a uh, computer science major first year. But in the back of my mind, I always wanted to do something in TV. So you you followed your passion. Mm -hmm. I I ended up switching uh, first first year in college, my freshman, and said, why am I doing computer science? I love computers, but I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. I I love TV. Being from D.C., there wasn't a lot of people that you say, oh, that, you know, they're in Hollywood. They went to Hollywood and did it. So... I just, last minute, I just said, let me just change. And so I changed, and my parents were like, cool. Oh, awesome. Uh, wow. Spent three years at Hampton, and after I graduated, I uh, started writing a couple of scripts while I was in school. And a teacher, I had one teacher, uh, Professor Beam, who 
she really read my stuff and was like, yo, you are good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was 19, 20. I was like, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> after graduation, I said, well, let me let me go out to L.A. and see what happens. So I took my graduation money and I flew out and spent Aww. a week. Wow. Uh, actually hanging out on Seinfeld set. See? Wow. Dreams do come true, they boys do and girls. Yeah, I, I ended up uh, talking to someone over there and they said I can come out and spend a week on the show and kind of watch and see what they do. And then I went back home, grabbed my stuff and moved out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, started working. Uh, actually, a Seinfeld producer sent me to my first job, which was at Martin as a PA. What? My- yeah. That is amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's just oh that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to get hung up on that. But Martin, <laughs> Martin's family and his brother Rob, because they're from DC, mm-hmm. they hired me off of that. I've been in LA wow. maybe six weeks, and they hired oh, wow. me. Wow. That. So you cool. worked on Martin. What did you do after Martin? After Martin, the showrunner for Martin, about four months later, created Jamie Foxx show, and he oh, knew I wanted to write. You just was. You just right. that was the blessing all of the shows. Yeah. That was the Lord blessing him. <laughs> Jamie Kyle Evans. He created the Jamie Foxx show. Yeah. He was like, if you want to write, come with me. And so I went over with him first season. I was a PA, and then second, he made me a writer. That's season. awesome. So I started writing from then. I, I, I've worked every year since. And how did you get to be a part of the game? Ah, uh, the game. That was an interesting time. Uh, let's see. That's when s- the CW started. UPN and WB had went away. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the uh, uh, black shows were on those networks mm-hmm. and they disappeared. Yeah. And uh, it was hard. It was hard for black uh for black people working behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure in front of the cameras, there weren't as many opportunities. And uh, the game was the one show that was hiring that season. It was a new show for a CW. And I had worked with Mara Brock Akil, who created the game. Mm-hmm. Back on Jamie Foxx, we worked together for uh, a season. Mm-hmm. And uh, I met with her, and she was like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we, we had a lot of conversation. Because Mara, when I worked at Jamie Foxx, I moved out from uh, – from D.C. with my girlfriend that we went to college together. Mm-hmm. And she was a nursing major. She came out here. She was working as a nurse. And I was working trying to get my writing career off. Uh, and Mara saw a lot of Derwin in me. I was going to say, that sounds like yeah. Melanie and Derwin. Right. Yeah. She, <laughs> she, Mara was very good about hiring writers initially for that first round. She wanted to make sure that the characters had somebody with a little bit of the same background. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to write for them. Yeah. Right. And so that initial staff, she was very diligent about finding people. Oh, this is a good fit for this person. This mm-hmm. is a good fit for Malik. This is a good fit for Tasha. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's where it is. And now, seven seasons later. Seven seasons later. Still in it. All right, well, let's talk about this episode episode six and we'll start talking about Jason getting kicked out of the house <laughs> do you guys think it was correct for Chardonnay to keep that man out of his house yes oh <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Okay. of course okay yes yes it's his house that's the house that Jason Pitts that's the house that he built. How do you get kicked out of your own home? Because you're a cheater. That's how you get kicked out. It's not a well, cheater. it's not. It's not necessarily his home anymore because they're married now, and so it's it's their home. Oh, so do you thing. do? You, oh, that's what I'm saying. So is it okay to kick someone out of their own home because that is his home? Well, too? initially, I will say that it in a marriage you shouldn't just kick your husband out. You should talk and be an adult about the situation. But to keep it real, in my life, if I was Chardonnay, I probably would have kicked Jason out. So yes, I'm I'm a bit immature at times <laughs> so I would have kicked him out yes I feel she should have done that 
She overreacted. That's I don't what think she saying. overreacted. No, because Kelly was already doing the most right. initially. And then you find out that, you know, my insecurities were right. You did go and hang out with Kelly and you went to her hotel room. And so all of these things are flying in my head and I don't know what happened. And then she finds out, like, yeah, you did kiss her. I, I agree with Ashley. Yeah, yeah see? But, but no, all those things are flying through her head, which is what's making her even more crazier than what she should have been. But those things would never have even nested if Jason would have never lied and went over there. And if right. Kelly would not have been acting out of the pocket. First of all, he didn't lie. He adjusted and omitted. I made sure I wrote that down in big letters. He adjusted and omitted. Okay, well, that's another that's another important point. Is adjusting and omitting the same thing as lying? It's lying. If you are making your spouse or anyone that you're lying to feel any kind of way, whether it's indirectly or directly, you're lying. Right. You're omitting the truth is the same thing. It's the same emotional connection. So if I'm omitting the truth to you, I'm still hurting your feelings, whether I'm telling you a lie or not. The feelings are still the same at the end of the day. Actually, Kenny? Is adjusting and omitting the same as lying? You got a wedding ring on, player. Watch, watch the answer. Watch the answer. Watch You know what? It, it is, but there are certain times when you need to adjust and omit. Right. Like what? Thank you. Uh, to protect someone's feelings. Okay. You know, it wasn't. Like Look, baby he caught did. himself. It wasn't that serious. No, nah, it's always that on. serious. It's um, always that serious. And he came at the end and he did say. Well, yeah, he, he did tell the truth at the end. But the thing is, is if you're going to tell the truth at the end, why not tell the truth at the beginning? So yeah, we he can probably should have just yeah. held it to himself. He probably should have told the truth. <laughs> he was doing what Tasha said. Tasha said, that, you know, Tasha confirmed it, that nothing happened. And even it came out of Tasha's mouth that he so-called was over there with Kelly Pitts. But now it comes out of her mouth that he did it to protect Chardonnay because he loved her, because he didn't want her worrying too much. Yes, he kissed her, but it wasn't... It wasn't a I want to be with you again kiss. Okay, no, that's a not kiss okay. kiss is a kiss, and I don't want to be protected if you're going to lie to me. If protection means lying to me, then just dismiss yourself from my Boom. life because that's not appropriate there behavior. There goes that word. He adjusted <laughs> and omitted. We're not okay, saying lying. We're not saying lying. We're not saying lying. But that's the same thing. He wrote thing. it. He, I'm going off of his script. I, I'm sorry. It. Jenny Rice gives okay, it. Henry Jenny. wrote that. Okay. okay, Jenny wrote that. Okay. <laughs> Right. Which, by the way, I have to a shout out to the Herman Cain shirt <laughs> that he had. It is so fitting that Jason Pitts would have a Herman Cain shirt. Yeah, Jason. That's it Jason. Very Jason. He loved Kobe. Loved that bit. Right. Ashley. Yeah. So you kick your man out the house. He's out there, and he. It's not my man. It's my husband. It's a okay. It's your a husband. difference. And he's out there playing the acoustic guitar for you. Okay. He's trying to get back in the house. Okay. Why keep him out there? To sleep outside like a homeless man. Because I'm adjusting. Oh. <laughs> omitting and adjusting. Yeah. Jennifer didn't write that part. I'm yeah. adjusting. Like, you want to do this and you want to do that, then let me adjust my life and remove you from my house. Bye. Right. And he knew he was wrong because I feel like if he really didn't think that he was wrong, he would have called the police and had them come over and allow him to get back in his home. Or he so just would have been he just would have been typical Jason like no, get me I'm going to go in my house because this is my house and I don't care what you say. So he knew that he was wrong. That's why he allowed Chardonnay to act as she was. He did that so she could feel like she was in control of the situation. He was going to butter her up to get back to her, you know, to get back in there. Eventually, because he was wrong. He, he, all right. He, he knew he was 
wrong? That's why he's over there sitting playing on the guitar. By the way, he can really sing. That was he him, can. right? That was Jason. That's crazy. Kobe Bell. Kobe Bell can sing amazingly. Yes. That boy good. Who picked that song? <laughs> uh, I did. Really? Yeah, it came from uh, something I we asked where I get my ideas from. Uh, something I saw on the news. There was a flash mob in L.A. on the subway, and there was a white guy who played acoustic guitar <laughs> how to love you can catch it on youtube right and i saw that bit maybe like two years ago and i was like oh and then when we were talking about songs he could sing i was like that's the Damn. song wow. that's a good one it was a good one right it I'm was people liked it <laughs> kobe was a little uh apprehensive about singing really He's not he doesn't consider himself a singer but really wow i've seen him sing before he's really talented right he did a good really job good. did a good job yes shout out to kobe bell for that okay so do you guys think that jason should have told chardonnay about his Kissing Kelly? Of course. You are married. Even if it was a relationship between a boyfriend and a girlfriend, if you are committed to that person, you are responsible for telling them the truth. Man. Here we go. Okay. I can't. No, 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 no. I, I would, whoever I'm is in a with relationship you. with Brandon, I can't. I'm going to treat you like a queen, girl. <laughs> and I'm agreeing with you, okay. but there's a but in there. Okay. Here's here's what he should have done. Okay. He should have went. He should have told her. But he really had to be adamant about telling her that it wasn't a kiss of passion. It wasn't a kiss that I want to be with her. <laughs> it was a kiss that I'm closing this. I'm closing this door. This is the final... This is the final chapter of what me you and you. I, I think that might be a lie. We, we saw the kiss. Right. <laughs> well, but he loves Chardonnay. That was just... You know, you see all the things that was going on at the time. You see how Kelly stepped up, said she paid the guy off. She kept his legacy intact. That 20 years that they had together, it just, it was a bunch of emotions come rushing in at one time. You just found out that you're not going to get in trouble by steroids anymore because your ex-wife who was with you shooting in the gym like that Drake song, <laughs> uh, came and paid somebody off to keep, keep that under wraps. You're in a hotel room. You guys are drunk from the, from the mini bar. Which he put back. <laughs> I love that. They right. put the stuff back. But it wasn't a kiss out of I love you. She He loves Chardonnay. He loves Chardonnay. So he should have went and told her that that happened, but made sure he said that, you know, why he kissed her. Come on, Ashley. You got to give me that. No. no we're not going to give you none of that. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Make sure you go subscribe on our iTunes podcast. It's easy. Just search for us. Search for After Buzz TV, The Game, and click subscribe. It's free. Tell your friends. Give us five stars. Rate and comment. You looking at me, girl. That's what I was supposed to do. <laughs> you looking at me like, what? <laughs> but they can watch Chase and Maria Menounos on Oxygen, can't they? Yes, they can. Every single week on Tuesdays. Make sure that you support Maria if you love After Buzz TV. That is your way of giving back. And it is such a good show. It is a good it's show. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Had me laughing about it. And for those who watch this on YouTube and comment on this about YouTube, what what we're doing on here, I actually have one that I have to I have to read out. Sabrina Elizondo. I don't. That's some type of different type of Spanish I'm not used to. Oh my but gosh. I'm gonna do it in her voice too because she was like, "Oh my gosh, please bring back Mel and Darwin." I don't think the game ratings are gonna boom like that like they did before if they don't bring them back. Uh, well, you just heard it from the man himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Tell us about that, Kenny. How are the ratings? Since people think that the show's not gonna do good with the ratings, have been really well. Thank you. Yeah, we're um we're number one for cable on Tuesday nights. What? And we're in the top ten of Tuesday night shows. Overall, really? so do you think that people are tuning in just to see where their storyline is going to see if Melanie and Derwin are going to come back, or do you think it's just a love hate relationship? Like, you know what? 
I think a lot of people love the show. Mm-hmm. I think there are some people who have a love hate, but we find like a lot of people do actually love the show, enjoy the show, and they always say, "Hey, don't listen to those people. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying this. It's different, yeah. and there's nothing else like it." Mm-hmm. So you know, hey. yeah, we're proud of our show. Yeah, yeah we are. Show. We love it, even though we talk about it sometimes. Sorry, but we love it. <laughs> until <laughs> until they have blue looking like the ratchet athlete. Well, yeah. So we'll Not talk about his, his, his ratchetness or ratchetry or lack thereof. <gasps> this episode, Kira and Blue play house. So I see they're trying to spice things up with, you know, trying to bring some interest to Blue and Kira, but it still didn't get it for me this week. I'm just like, what? I, I See, I can see that this is going to be a big issue between them two because everybody knows when you live with somebody, you, you really get to see them. Oh. Like right now, they're having fun. They're throwing marshmallows. Yeah, but the thing is, speaking <laughs> of having fun, I wish that what we have would have seen was them having fun over like a two-week period. Uh, time or maybe like even a week because that was just like a day like a day in the life of Blue and Karen it's like okay you no, guys it could have been no. a couple of days they had on the same outfits they did no, they she, no it was the same outfit it was a day she is right it was one day <laughs> yeah and I'm like okay you guys are doing all of this stuff in one day that's fun blah 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 but it's like okay I want to see the chemistry I want to see you guys doing stuff outside the apartment I want to see you guys actually together holding hands in public, kissing in public, you know, spending time with each other's friends. Like, that would have been like, oh, they are a relatable couple. But right now, it's just like they were just in the house. We don't have that kind of time. (laughs) (laughs) They've known each other for quite some time now. You know, she sent care packages to him during training camp. What I'm saying is for the viewers. Like, for me, like, I wanted to see more of the chemistry. I wanted to be able to relate to them. Like, oh, I see myself in in her. Or I see, you You know. You don't do dance, dance revolution with your man. I mean, if I had a man, maybe I would. (laughs) But I just wanted to see a little bit more. That's exactly what... Last year, they're young. And yeah. I think a lot of people forget they're supposed to be 22 and right. 25. So yeah. they're really young. So yeah. they had a lot of back and forth breaking up. So this season, we didn't want to do that. We wanted to let them get back together and let them experience what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. And this was just the one after they got back together of what's it like to be in each other's space all day. Mm-hmm. And we right. just wanted to show that, you know, that all day when no kids and no marriage and just having fun. And and that's that's it's great that they showed that because it's him and his natural environment. You see what he was watching on Netflix or whatever. You're watching war documentaries. That lets you know that he's comfortable. <laughs> exactly. That's what that scene was. And it's a shame that we couldn't see what Kira was doing. She was reading a script and he was doing his documentary. They were so comfortable in each other's space and that's what we were trying to show. But I feel like if you got if they're if they're friends, they're mm-hmm. gonna be comfortable like that. I wanted to see the relationship, Blue and Kira, not the friendship, Blue and Kira. Like, if I didn't, if this was my first time watching the episode, like, the season, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, they're good friends. Not necessarily boyfriend and girlfriend. I didn't see any... Strip poker with your friends? Hey, sometimes. <laughs> 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 okay, nobody plays strip poker with their friends. That's cool. That's cool. No what, judgment. No what they were doing, what they're, that wasn't, that wasn't friendship. That's wifey type right there. That's what I'm saying. I think it's good because I think in relationships, you should be with your best friend. Mm-hmm. You should have fun with them. You should throw marshmallows in the mouth. You should be able to go to sleep without your hair wrapped. You know? No, you should be able to go to sleep with your hair wrapped. Both of them. Because guess what she's going to look like when she wakes up? Horrific. Horrific. Not horrific. Horrific. I can't. So, I mean, so that's okay. If she's okay with waking up with her hair matted and you know, half yeah, curly, yeah. then that means you really like somebody. Yeah, yeah. But and that means that he really likes her because who wants to wake up in that in the the, the next day, the following morning, and see, wow, this is what you <laughs> <laughs> this is what you really look like this entire time. 
Right. I, think, I think the makeup lady needs to come in to set up a little bit. And, right. and on the technical side, we had three other stories that we have to weave in, and the timeline mm-hmm. could only be one day. No, no, of course. Yeah, so it's it's always those things that I know people are like, why is that so fast? Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes we're tied to other things. Yeah, right. yeah. And right. wait, 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 wait. For all you ladies out there who say that's a little bit too fast, I know a lot of you guys or a lot of you ladies who jump into relationships a lot faster than a 20-minute <laughs> right. episode. So fall back. Fall back. Man, so do you guys of... think that that it was too hasty <laughs> yes. for Kira and Blue to for first of all for Blue to ask Kira to move in and for her to accept even though she wanted you can see she wanted a wedding she wanted to be married first before this happened but she went ahead and said yes. Do you think this was too hasty? No. My bone to pick was that why she automatically thought that he was trying to marry her? Like, why do you girls do that? What I don't you mean, understand why that. We do that. He was just, he was trying to ease it in, to, you know, ease it, slowly ease it, make her comfortable to wanting to come up and, and move with him, move in with him. No, but okay, but he no, I feel, no, like, no, I feel that Kira is a traditional girl. Like, I, I do. She was a virgin for how long? Right. So okay. she, I feel okay. like she wanted to okay. get married and she wanted all of that before she gave it up. And her hastiness, I feel like, okay, this is the dude that. I gave it up to I'm so in love with him of course I'll move in with you Mm -hmm. and then I I think that she really wants to be with Blue on a level of like marriage the whole nine marriage kids everything so um I think it was a little bit premature for her to agree to do that but given the situation she's just head over heels in love like he done he smashed so he He what smashed so what does that mean I mean, the girl's in love. This is her first, the first guy she's ever been with. Like, do you know what kind of, what kind of effect that has on a woman? She's talking like me now, like talking about he's smashed. I like Ashley. She gets us. Right. She does. <laughs> yeah, she does. I <laughs> this, this is what we were going for, yes. She's young, and she, she lost her virginity this dude. Yeah. She said in the other one, you know, you weren't my first, you're my first love. and Yeah. They're young. Young people will jump into things without looking. Right. Yes. I I think it's a little hasty. I think we're going to see that in the upcoming episodes because clearly, first of all, their visions are totally different. You see him, he's like, I want you to live with me. She's like, oh, we're getting married. So when a woman feels like that and a man feels like that, there's definitely going to be some conflict. He feels like that, though. What? He really likes her. You can see he really likes her. The only thing... The only bone I have to pick with that is that when he was throwing her the marshmallow, she went like one for ten. Okay, see, that's hard. Athleticism, athleticism. Next how are we going to raise this baby? How are we going to raise this baby? Marshmallows and see right. how he does. No, throw it to the girl who I want to marry one day. We're going to throw it to her, and when she catches, let's say four out of ten, yeah, we can marry okay, her because you know of athleticism. What? My kid's going to go first round. That's what I was for saying. Catching marshmallows in your mouth. Athleticism, baby. Athleticism. You got to be an athlete. Child, you're going to be single for a athlete. minute. <laughs> you're going to be so single. Okay, so we also see that TT and Malik are in this episode. TT is has some serious trouble with the salmonella. Outbreak, and we find out that the people died. Why did, they die? Wow. Why did you let them die? The salmonella poison people. Uh, we wanted to have some fun with TT. Um, TT has grown a lot from the first season. Yeah, from has. just being the kid sleeping on the couch in the guest room at Tasha's place, Tasha Malik's, and then to you know going to college mm-hmm. and starting his right. business. And this year, we really wanted to uh, poke a hole in that and see what happens to him. You know, yeah. put his but business in jeopardy. Don't you think that kind of makes him go back to being that guy on the couch? Well, since- he is sleeping on the couch. <laughs> right. now. He's well, sleeping on Malik's couch. Yeah, well, well, that and you know, you see, like you said, you want to do some stuff with him. You've seen that he's grown, but now he kind of looks like a failure all over again. He just asked him to buy him out. Well, 
in anything you anything you have setbacks mm-hmm. and we want to see how yeah. he reacts after okay. this setback and also sometimes we have to reset the show a little when people are going in so many different directions mm-hmm. we have to bring it back to our people That's and bringing true. Malik and TT back together is part of that right so wouldn't I'm just thinking realistically mm-hmm. if shouldn't TT be in jail or something. Uh, any, we don't just go to jail no, for yeah. that. There are, oh, lawsuits. Really? there are lawsuits that happen. And there's trials. And, right. and it's, All I heard was dead people. And I'm like, wait, we got dead people on the show and ain't nobody in jail. So what's going on? He probably had an LLC, which means that he, him personally, he's protected from, you know. Okay. Yeah, they're suing the business. They're so there's the business. not like criminal And I will give us, I'll give a spoiler that. There will be a trial. Oh, okay. There will oh, be a trial. See, oh. see, I'm Come thinking on, in the no. right direction, man. You're on, you're, you're on fire today. Yes. Right. I'm on fire today. It's because she's sitting next to me. Mm-hmm. That <laughs> must be what it is. Um, but I, I like the fact that TT is, you know, I like that he's unraveling. I like the fact that, you know, because we kind of see him as the the go-to guy, even though he's a little off, from Malik. <laughs> Think about it. He is. He always has, like, the voice of reason for Malik, yes. even though he's a little crazy. But now it's like, okay, what happens now when Malik has to be the voice of reason and tell him, get up, we got to clean this place, we got to yeah. fix, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're keeping us from having business. So it's a good view to see him in a different light, I think. And it's funny that, you know, that he said that because it makes more sense now. And I thought that TT was going to get Hollywood on Malik at first, when, especially when he first got served. When the fine Spanish girl showed up, I was like, TT got a bad one, man. Wow. But, you know, he gets served, so it brings him right back down. So I don't know. I, I originally thought you guys were trying to write him off. No, I, no, I thought no, you were no, trying no, to write no, him no, off, no, but no. I, don't, I don't know where you guys going to go with that. Right. No, we are not writing Barry off. Mm. We love Barry. Right. Barry was he really your PA? He was on the set, and you guys hired him on. Yeah, actually, Barry was my PA over at Cuts. Really? Yes. And then when uh, Cuts went away and the game started, he got a PA job on Girlfriends. When we were, you know, it was our sister show, mm-hmm. and so we shot next to each other. So he was over there, and uh, he would do some stand-in work. And Salim, uh, one of our exec producers, he saw him. Because he was directing girlfriends and liked, you know, his banter and all. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, when we came on TT characters, like you should let him audition for that. And so he went in, auditioned, and he killed it. That's so crazy. what I'm getting from this interview is that it's all about who you know. All about. <laughs> no, it's all about it's, who you know. It's all about, not no. about who, being in your element. Yeah, that's true. Barry was a hard worker. He was a page at Paramount when we saw him and hired him for cuts. Mm-hmm. Barry was always about his job. Even when, you know, they would ask him to do extra stuff on Girlfriends, he would do it. So when this opportunity came up, he was just, you know, friendly, always positive. People liked him. So they were like, oh, you should help us do stand-in work here. Mm -hmm. And then, boom. It's usually when people are doing what they're supposed to do, they Mm -hmm. get these opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Moral of the story, kid. Sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Okay. So then the uh, the other biggest part of this show was Tasha finding out she's having a girl. Now, why did y'all choose for Tasha to have a girl? You know what? Derwin had a boy. um, And I remember someone in the room, I think someone in the room mentioned a girl. And then I was like, that might be nice. That might be nice. Because initially it was like, oh, she have another boy. So, you know, we'll get another person for her to manage. And I was like, yeah, it's probably never reached that age on this show yeah, so yeah, right. it was like let's let's uh let's go with a girl let's do something different and um once we started saying it it's just like it started feeling better and better you know here's this woman she's had her son and who say women can't be athletes she could still be a manager to this girl yeah so 
But is the world ready for another Tasha Mack? Uh, yes. And you know what? The other thing was, there's usually more friction between mothers and daughters. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that was another part of uh, that we thought would be interesting for One, Tasha. I know this is kind of a prediction, but I hope that Tasha's daughter is nothing like her because we already had that character in Britney. Britney. We had that like sassy right. young girl. I feel like Tasha's daughter is going to be complete opposite of her. But, and that's yeah. where the friction is going to come. Nice. Tasha's going to be like, well, I can't. This girl is nothing like me. Who is this? Blah, blah, blah. And then. So like, everybody's going, okay, we do a time jump with Tasha's baby. Like we might as well. We did it with the pregnancy. <laughs> right. No, but <laughs> everyone, everyone was really upset. Just think of just think of who this baby's older brother is going to be. She's not going to turn out to be spoiled in Hollywood like that. Malik is going to, you can already see him going through some sort of transformation right. already. So I think that he's going to be that father figure in their lives if one of the fathers don't step up. Yeah, but you know they're going to step up, especially Pookie. Like, Pookie is not going to allow there to be a child in this world that is his I'm, and I'm not sorry. be responsible. Is Pookie the father? We, yes, I hope so. I See, like all the girls think that Pookie's the father, and the guys Sprick think that. Fox. No, I don't. Oh, I don't okay. think I want Pookie to be the father, but I feel like it's not going to be Pookie or uh, Rick Fox. Who's it going to be? Dante. Dante? It's going to be Terrence J. Dante. Dante. Yes. <laughs> I'm Dante. back. <laughs> Terrence J. Gonna come back. Like what up? Like yeah. that's my kid. So, so then the people will say she's even more ratchet. Yes, right. okay. because that's that. I feel like that dynamic is kind of interesting because Ter- <clears> that Dante is so much younger than Tasha. So, I mean, at least that's what it looks like. I don't oh, know that's... yeah, we played her yeah. as an older woman. It's, it's just something fun, you know. I know. I'm actually trying to get all types that's... of writer's credit. I know. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so y'all remember that? Yeah, that was my idea. <laughs> yes, okay. So, I, I like the fact that the baby is a girl. I do think that it's going to change people. And we see that with Malik, how Malik says... Which I, I think it's funny how he blames his behavior on rap and having no father. You know what? That's real, though. Thank you. That is so real. real. And I was so happy that he said that because I'm like, yeah, people, when I say it, oh, Lord, here go the sassy Ashley again. No, that's, it's real. So you really think that rap, I mean, okay, I can see the no father part, but rap? Yes. Yes. That's the interesting part for for us. That was more just a joke for us. It wasn't as <laughs> as serious as rap is the blame for everything. We love rap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love rap on yeah, the show. Yeah. Like, um, it was just more of a joke to say, you know, because people will say rap is what's... And not all... We're just just having fun with it. Yeah. And not all rap music. I mean, there is some rap music that is amazing, but then there are some lyrics out there that's like, really? Did you just say that? Well, I mean, it's all music. Music just affects people people's moods. When I listen to some Drake, I feel like I'm the man. You know, I, I'm ready to go to the club. I'm with Brandon. Tear up, you I'm know? with Brandon. I, I can listen to that stuff and not have it overcome me. But and some not, some, people some people can't. But some people watch things on TV and can't. Right. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't uh, police everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just gotta go to the club and listen to some Drake and enjoy yourself. <laughs> uh Oh. You married player, don't <laughs> say Drake for us young single cats because we you know don't. I don't want you to come on here and get in Brandon, trouble. Yeah, man. no, Brandon had to keep you on a straight and narrow. <laughs> okay, so we see that, of course, Tasha and Chardonnay are now back to being besties, and Tasha has yes. a newfound love and appreciation in her glow. She She's glowing now. She her glowing. makeup has changed. She is glowing. Yes, yes. She I, looks good. I, was, I like that they came back together. The thing about being serialized is that. 
yes, our show is short, but we are able to not wrap things up so quickly yeah. and, and give them a little time to bring people back together after they have fights and not rush it. So I thought it, I thought it worked out really nice. Something is going to happen, which brings Tasha Mack back to being Tasha Mack. Okay. Well, let's That's get on right to thing. our predictions. Oh. And now. And now, you're after Buzz TV. All right, Katie, we'll let you take this segment over. What's going to happen for predictions? I think Dante may come back or Coach T and say, I am the father of the baby. Oh, That's what nice. I, that would mean that Tasha was pregnant for like five years. No, because you never know. She ratchet. Remember, Tasha Mack is a trash box. So you never know what she could be doing. You never know. I mean, she doesn't know who, to be, her, who her baby's father is. So that right there, it's like, we might as well bring somebody else into the mix because you don't know. Mm-hmm. She explained that she wasn't ratchet. She just had two men want her, mm-hmm. and that that was a lot for her. <laughs> yeah, and you backed her up last year saying, oh, she feels loved and all that. So she's what she was doing wasn't wrong. So let's not go calling her ratchet. Sometimes rat- She made a mistake. She made a mistake. Yeah, I get it. She made but- a lot of mistakes. <laughs> I've been saying, and I'm still, I, I know you're there, and you heard me say it when we were watching it. There's going to be a miscarriage. That baby is not going to be born. Aww. Something's going to happen. Or I the guy's... The guys aren't going to step up. She's going to have an abortion. She's going to get cold feet, and she's not going to want to bring that baby. That's way too heavy right now. Is she going to Europe? Five months pregnant. You can't have. That's illegal in the U.S. Well, I learn something new every day. (laughs) 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 I haven't had that problem. There's already already been an abortion on the show, and I feel like with Melanie back, you know. Oh yes, yes, that was. See, that's kind of deep. It's already heavy. It's too heavy for this season right now, and it's so final. So I feel like they're gonna. She's gonna have this baby, and there's just gonna be a lot of nuances with her being a new mom and a mom of a little girl. There might be like a car crash when the baby's like two or something, but for what? He uh, wants the baby to die. I'm I didn't say, to I, didn't say I want the baby to die. I'm pro-life. Wait a <laughs> All of a sudden. I might run for governor of Virginia one day. You're not messing me up. <laughs> All right. What do you think about Titi and Malik? What's going to happen with them? Uh, you want to take this one? Take this uh, one okay, first? so I think that the TT and Malik situation, they're going to be just become closer. And Malik's going to say, you know what, TT, I got your back. I don't want you to buy. I don't want to buy you out. We're going to work this out together. I think that they're, we're going to really see the, their relationship just flower and blossom. Because they've been brothers for so long. Like, I think they're, gonna, they're good. I think they're going to have a temporary falling out. I don't. Of course. We're, yeah. we, we continue to find more and more, more about what's going on with this Salmonella scandal. You know, he just found that we just found out that he's going to trial. TT probably used Malik's name for something. He and did, now something's yes. coming back. Now something's going to come back on so Malik. Malik. And it's going to put his business in jeopardy because Fatty's is a restaurant, too. And right while Malik is, you know, he's growing as a person. He's got this girl now, the gymnast that you all hate on all the time. <laughs> Got the girl and now. he looks at me. And he looks at me. I can't. He has the baby sister coming now. Malik is maturing. He's blossoming. You can see them. They're setting him up for something, okay. and it's coming through TT. Ooh, okay. and I think that. Blue and Kier are gonna have a falling out. I don't understand why you need to move in together and you live downstairs. Like that's keep so your place. Really? That's I, too. Anyway, um, so where can they find you guys? You can find me at the cultured athlete at cultured athlete on Instagram and Twitter and my website Brendan London TV. I see you smiling through the camera, Ash. I mean, I'm trying to stay positive. <laughs> <laughs> And you can find me on Twitter at Hey Ashley Gray and on Instagram at Nina Marie Gray. 
And if you'd like to find Mr. Kenny Smith, don't be looking for him on Twitter. <laughs> don't be uh, asking him all these questions. Just at the game, B-E-T. And you can ask your questions there, right? Yes. Yes. Ask the game, not him. And you can find me, Megan Thomas, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. We'll see you guys Wait, next. Can I give a quick shout out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. quick shout out to uh, the great actors on the show. And also Tamara, Salim, Erica, Kenya, Hale, and Jenny Marcos, the writers of season seven of the game. It's going to be a great one. Yes! Thank you, and thank you, family on the set. And can I give a shout out? What? Go. To any BT the game casting director who gives me that shot. <laughs> shot. <laughs> Suzanne, he's talking to you. Right. See you guys next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 